D, do you know that I was doing numbers and I was looking at our key demographic and where were we getting our most downloads and uh, <clears throat> and things of that ilk. And I saw that number two was Wichita, Kansas. Shout out to the long-time listeners at Wichita. They've been patient. They've been real patient. Number one is right above it. Oh, that was an awesome segue. Number one is Minneapolis. That was an awesome segue. To that. that was good. That was, that was, that was real good. Fuck it up. Man, fuck it up. No, see, I'm not gonna be like you with K Michelle. I'm gonna <laughs> let the music do the talking. Oh man. That's different. I was K Michelle. This is Prince. I don't know why we have a following in Minneapolis. But I love all of y'all. I think they know that real. Her cousin not listening to this. I know for a fact Fran Targeton is listening to us right now. Oh, you think so? Absolutely. He's scrambling to the phone. They're about to scramble past and use defensive linemen like they used to be. It's a hell of an intro. Um, Minneapolis didn't just give us Prince. You, might, you need to have that queued up earlier next time. <laughs> it was it was the computer. You got it. Imagine trying to do this high off cocaine. Nigga, that don't sound like a bop. That's a Shannon Sharp. That ain't no problem. <laughs> ain't no problem. 
They didn't just give us the time or Prince. They gave us Mick Edition as well. I'm slowing it down a little bit. We're going to have a serious conversation about Minneapolis' black music contribution. I know what you're talking about. No, 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 no. I got you. You can pull anything off that new edition album and let that shit run. But you know what not to play. It's going to be a camera show situation all over again. Are you talking about the greatest, one of the greatest producing duos of the last 30 years? I absolutely am. Oh. Oh, okay. So then I'll just throw this on. Yo, Minneapolis Let's did some go. shit. Let's go, Minneapolis, stand up. I got one more. I'm taking her on an escapade, bro. It's over. Dog, I got one more. It's over. One more for Minneapolis, even though they're from Boston. Here we go. Hey. Okay. Dog. 
Dog. Yo, he started this shit in the most crazy way ever. This is his first fucking bar. I don't love her. What? I tried to tell myself. Okay. But you can see it in my eyes. The eyes don't lie, Chico. So don't deny. I can't fool no one else. Mm. The truth is in the tears I cry. This is love, dog. So bad. Make me feel so, so bad. So sad. Inside. It is a love, dog. What is it? Okay. I told I'd never fall in love. Never fall in love. Now I know better. Welcome to episode three of This Ain't a Podcast with Spread. Up deep. And uh, we got a lot of things to touch on this afternoon. Hold on, I, I lost the list. Nigga ain't had the list pulled up, dog. Come on, man. <sighs> We're going to talk about the uh, the Major League Baseball season still not doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is playing baseball. They fumbling. <laughs> they fumbling. Kyrie. Yard line. Kyrie versus everybody. And Dwight now. Kyrie and Dwight, which is a hell of a team. Do you remember when they called Dwight a 6'11 bottom? Oh, you, 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 you digging oh, in the crates. I still sometimes think about that shit and start laughing. <laughs> Boy. Uh, we're going to talk about, once again, wrestling. We're going to get into AEW. Boo Jank just tweeted out that uh, she tore ACL, Chris Statlander. And we're going to talk about, what 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 was what was the pay-per-view? Uh, was it not Backlash? Backlash, yeah. Oh, it was Backlash? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And if that shit was trash, there's going to be some backlash on this motherfucker here. <laughs> Boy. Reality stars losing their jobs for... <laughs> for shut, not shutting the fuck up. For just being <laughs> dumb uh, and racist. Boy. Mm. I'll, I'll wait. Come on, let's get to the shit, because I got some shit to say about some of these things, boy. B. Simone. That needs not to be explained. Six nine and Nicki Minaj. You heard that shit? You listen to that shit? You can be honest. You, you listen to that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Nick's just gonna negate me anymore. Okay. I was gonna save it. <laughs> this nigga turned his comments off. Actual life. But first, a few things happened on Friday night. Was it Friday night? Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's Friday. That's Friday. Where D encountered a uh, young lady while he was out and about and she had some very interesting things to say. I, I'll let you take it over from here because I wasn't here when All this right, whole so situation boom. went now. <laughs> I'm out get my drink on. Cause we got phase two here in Virginia so you could be in bars and drinking shit now. So I, I went a little happy out. I see my homeboy who was, who was uh, bartending. I met this girl. Young lady named Sammy. Sammy was cool. Chill with Sammy. Me, Ch- Sammy, my girlfriend, chill. Drank all day. And uh we come back here because Sammy was drunk. We wanted Sammy to sober up before she went back to her hotel, which was in another part of Virginia Beach, damn near Norfolk. So we were like, come back to the crib, sober up a little bit, just chill. So we bring Sammy back here. Now, I know on any other night, <laughs> any other circumstances, this might sound nefarious. But this was the best intent. Sammy ain't know nobody out here like that. So 
we get back here and Sammy tells me that she was she's an EMT in Kentucky. So I was like, shit, did you know Breonna Taylor? Rest in peace to that queen. And she was like, I didn't know her, but we worked around each other. We didn't know each other, but I'm very familiar with everything. I said, oh, so have you done anything um, activism-wise? And she was like, yeah, I was out there. I was out there uh, with Black Lives Matter, uh, protesting, all that shit. So she gave me a very in-depth description and story of everything that she was a part of out there. Um, unfortunately, we can't put it up here because uh, it just wouldn't work like that. But if you follow the Instagram, later this week I will be putting uh, parts, if not the whole thing, on the Instagram, whether it be uh, just a video or dropping it into the uh, Instagram live thing, uh, the stories, the Instagram stories. I'm not going live, so <laughs> y'all got me fucked up. Uh, but I will be putting as much as that as I can because she's very honest and very candid about the experience. Shout out to Sammy. She's very honest and very candid about everything, so I do want y'all to be able to to hear, listen to that, and watch that. Um, don't judge Sammy because of what she's wearing. I gave her clothes when she got here because she decided she wanted to take a dip in the ocean. So Sammy had a pair of my shorts on and my, one of my girlfriend's T-shirts. So just let Sammy rock. Don't say shit about what Sammy was wearing. We have been, We had had a long night. All right, so that'll be up sometime this week on the Instagram. So I'll follow. Uh, it's not a pod. Uh, this ain't a pod, excuse me. I told me that video, I was first thinking, like, what what the hell is going on here? Like, what's going on? Oh, yeah, and I then she started, <laughs> And then she started talking, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. And it sort of, like, opened my eye. Because we could talk about the protest here. We could talk about the protest everywhere else. But really... Louisville is the one where they Louisville and Minneapolis are the two, and I'm not saying that th- those are the two incidents that really started all this shit back up to the point where it is now. To the point people are still protesting weeks later, and we're still looking for Breonna Taylor's killer. And God bless her, she just had a law passed in her in in Louisville to not be able to just bust somebody's house with no warrant and no not like you which, just can't do that. Which the timing of that law going well i don't know if it's in effect yet i think they they have to do something else before it actually goes into full effect between that and then friday when uh you ran into sammy and she was sitting here that was that was just yeah yeah yeah. and uh they need to arrest the police that killed her and i will say that right here right now uh we'll be screaming that forever we need to they need to arrest the police that killed brianna taylor there are several different reasons why you need to arrest. I, th- I think one of the officers has been, like, sexually assaulting women just off the short chance of him, like, pulling them over and things of that nature. Oh, yeah. I read stories like that. Um, there was another one that was big into – well, not big into, but um, he was, you know, domestic violence-wise, just a horrible human being to his wife. How do you, how do you kill Brianna, name a law after her, and then put her – Boyfriend who was there with them in jail. But none of the officers in jail? That's crazy. Arrest those motherfuckers now. Uh, And shout out to her boyfriend. I'm sorry I don't have his name on me right now. But he's been cleared of all the charges that they pressed on him about that. And prayers for him because he has to deal with a lot now. Um, He he just watched his, his girlfriend get murdered. Went through 
everything they put him through, and now he's got to sort his life back together somehow. So prayers up to him because he has a very hard. We always look, we always think of the victims and shit, and un, undoubtedly, undeservedly undeser- so. But um, there are other people that are involved, like with Eric Garner, the guy who recorded Eric Garner just got out of jail. They put him through the ringer too. All these people, people in uh, Minneapolis, when uh, not Minneapolis, uh, what was it? God, it's it's been so many they kind of run together now, but. People are, are have been killed, have been unfairly harassed by police after voicing opinion, showing what they're doing. So it's a lot to deal with when you come. You got you've come home from them arresting you for nothing, and now you got to pick up the pieces. You, your girlfriend's dead, and you did for no reason. So it, prayers up to him. I hope he he makes it through this. Prayers. Check on everybody's mental health, man. Prayers to everybody involved on the victim side of this. Just just praying that justice will play itself out. These three officers will be arrested, indicted. Um, prayers to the city of Atlanta, by the way. A young man was asleep in his car at a Wendy's, and the cops just decided to, I don't know if they got him out the car, but he was shot in the back several times. Well, there's video killed. of it. If you, if you want to check, there's video online. I didn't, I didn't want to see the video. I didn't want to. I didn't watch it either, I but I know that it. there's video there um, um, for you to watch if you want to. But uh, those officers involved were arrested. They were, No, they were fired. I don't know if they've been arrested yet, but the police chief of Atlanta stepped down as well. Um, so that should still be developing soon, later on in the week. Uh, just prayers all around to those, the victims. Keep protesting. Keep marching. Keep it peaceful. And I hate that we always have to start these off in such a morbid topic, but yeah, but we want to put this first and foremost because fuck everything else. If we didn't have a goddamn thing to talk about, I'd be on this mic talking about these protests and shit. So just to keep it keep it two virgins with you, I'm absolutely we're gonna be talking about this for as long as we can. Also, to the city of Norfolk, I don't know if Mayor Alexander did this. I don't know if they just decided they saw what happened in Portsmouth. And they didn't want anybody else to get hurt trying to take that statue down to the city of Norfolk. Just thank you. I don't care how long that thing is down. I don't care where you put it. Johnny Reb needs to go. And the fact oh, yeah. that they put it up in 2007, that blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. But that statue needed to go. Um, hopefully they do something with it to keep it away from the public's eyes. And you can't have that statue and a couple blocks away have the Martin Luther King Memorial. Literally, maybe three stoplights away. You can't do that. So, um, is, it, is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? Prayers. I don't know if the young man is still in the hospital or not. Uh, to the brother in uh, Portsmouth who they were taking a statue down and a piece of it came off and hit him and cracked him in his head. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, so he was, I know he was in serious condition. I don't know the extent of everything. I, I tried to. Like I said, I tried to stay off of Twitter just just because. But prayers to him and his family. Is there any other? I know the one in Virginia Beach ain't going to get touched because that's in a corner of the city that them boys out there. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we will see what happens. It's exactly what Mayor Dyer said when they when they asked him. Well, Virginia about Beach ain't really with the shit anyway. I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck, man. Two Virgils. A full three Virgils, if you will. 
There have been times. Big money talk. And uh, and I want to start this off by saying that yes, you can run into a cop that does look out for your well-being and things. There have been times where I've been doing something or I've just been chilling where if it wasn't for the fact that I had the same name as my father who was a cop here, I don't know how that situation would have turned. Yeah. I don't know what could have happened because I've had times where I've been pulled over down by the beach. I wasn't speeding or anything. I just fit a description. And there's one cop at my my at my window and at the passenger window there's another cop with the gun ready. Just in case something pops off. And this description shit is crazy because you'll never hear about the motherfucker getting caught. I'll I'll show the cop who's asking all the questions. Here's my license, da da da. They read it, they see the name, they look at me, they see the name again, and then they go, Oh, you're such and such boy, you're no, nah, nah, oh, I remember you when you were a little kid, and it's like, well, what would have happened if I wasn't his son? Uh, hashtag your name. So that's what this. That's why this whole thing about the police really just bothers me. It bugs me out, and you know, I had a saving card of having just the same name as a cop. If I didn't, I don't know what would have happened to me. So, you know, I, like I said, I just prayers to all the families affected. I know there's a few other people who have lost their lives over the week um, to the police for no for no reason at all. Um, due process just isn't a thing anymore. Nope. And don't get to it. when we say when we say Black Lives Matter, we're talking about all Black lives too. We're we're absolutely advocates for the LGBTQ community as well. It's Pride Month, so shout out to all of y'all. Stay safe out there. We're advocates for everybody. Yeah, because I just saw the... Um, they're killing transgender yeah, women left and right, and it's ridiculous. Hey, man, like, there's a lot of craziness out there, but we are not going to be contributing to that hate. So, all love to all those. 100%. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about, let's talk about motherfuckers losing their job because of this shit real quick. Because I feel like that's an easier segue. You know what? You're absolutely correct. So, <laughs> All I right, don't so. know if you watch Vanderpump Rules. Oh, I did see, yeah. I don't watch Vanderpump Rules because I, I why would I do that? I don't know what the hell the show's about. <laughs> I heard it's about a restaurant and it's about a bunch of beautiful white and one black person who just do shit. Sounds about right. Sounds about Bravo's. Allie. Um, and there particularly was a black female bartender. The only one. Cute looking girl. But the white people working around her didn't really fuck with her that way. Or there was a person going around a few years ago in LA. Black female bartender who was drugging and robbing people. And the people on Vanderpump Rules decided, mm, we're going to see if that's her. So they reported her to the police. She wasn't that person. Shit went left very quickly. Okay, wait, wait. So you, <laughs> so wait a second. Instead of doing due diligence and trying to see if there was the same person or not, they just automatically called the police on that person? Well, you know how white people get, man. Holy shit. 
So, come to find out, it wasn't her. Of course not. And they thought, all right, that's the end of that. Okay, she left. She leaves the show. Well, then a wonderful app by the name of Twitter. Twitter comes for you all. A few years later, uh, somebody dug up uh, a few of their tweets where they said they hate niggers and things of that nature. Yes, I said niggers and not niggas because that's the intent that they wanted that word to come off. And now they're all fired. One of which. I guess Vanderpump don't rule. But here's here's the problem. She was going to try to keep them on the show. She oh, of course. She's going to try her best to keep them on the show. I guess they're the most popular ones out of everybody else. Um, but Bravo said, nah, you're not on the show anymore. Yeah, because they're fucking up the money. One of which, um, and I want to make sure I get her name right because her hateful ass needs to be called out quickly. Saw it and I laughed when I read it because it was the funniest thing to me. Stacy Schroeder, blonde haired, blue eyed white woman, had a speaking tour. She was going around the country um, talking to people about some other shit. But it was called Straight Up with Stacy Live. Now, this this was like her little speaking tour. She was going around the country. She was just talking shit, I guess. Her entire tour was canceled. She had dates in Boston, Jacksonville, St. Louis, Charleston, all these places. They ended up canceling because of the racist tweets and things of that nature. And then they broke down the the revenue for how much she was making a show. And it was up near the seven figures mark. Mm. Sister said nigga and lost millions. Fumble. Let that be a lesson. And then we got on <laughs> the MTV side of things. So I, I turned on the TV the other night because, you know, I record the challenge every week. I love the challenge. It's one of my guilty pleasure shows. I fucking love it. I think Johnny Bananas is amazing. I love Wes. All these fuckers. They're, they're hilarious. So I turn it on, and, you know, I, I DVR it because, you know, I hate commercials. And a black screen pops up, so I'm thinking they're going to do a Black Lives Matter thing. Nope. One of the contestants, D is I think it's D-Nyen, N-G-U-Y-E-N, I believe. When? When, Okay. Fresh face. She's only been there. This is like her third season, I believe. <laughs> Got some of her shit pulled up. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to read any of it because I don't want to put it out there. If you want to go see, all you gotta do is Google MTV. Yeah, they were like, "Oh yeah, she's. We've severed our ties with her. She won't be on the reunion. She'll be on the rest of the season because it's already taped. But that's it." So I go to research a little more, and I find out she's the second MTV <laughs> reality show chick to get the boots. Uh, coincidentally enough, one of the other contestants on the challenge, Corey, his girlfriend is a teen mom. She's one of the teen mom people. Her name's Taylor Selfridge. Well, they dug up some of Taylor's old racist shit. They got, she got the boot, too. Now, she got the boot. Here's the funniest shit about her shit. They put that shit on MTV. Her and her and Corey had a, a special about her giving birth during COVID-19. Guess what didn't play on TV? Her special. Same black screen at the beginning. <laughs> so now motherfuckers trying to say that, uh, she quit 
Not that she was fired. No, you don't quit those jobs. Not when your boyfriend does the challenge. You don't. No, I'm sorry. You're not. You're not quitting a paycheck when your boyfriend does the challenge. No. I'm I'm one of those people. I don't like the fact that Twitter is being used against certain folks to where they lose their jobs. I'm big on you said something 10 years ago. Did you grow from that? What were your actions? So what I did was I did a little digging to see who, at least the Vanderpump Rules thing, how they gave it up. I said what I'll do is I'll watch a few episodes. I subjected myself to watch two episodes of that shit. And I, I want to say now. I don't know how people do it. I don't know why it's still on the air. Yeah they deserve to get their ass whooped. Yeah because you know what. Here's the thing. I watch some shows in some parts of the country. That if somebody gave it up like that. I'd probably be like oh. Get, get them out of here. But I'm not surprised. I watch Siesta Key dog. That's in Florida. Whole whole cast is white. Wait is that still on the air? Yeah it comes back this Tuesday. One one character's black and he's mixed. So I would expect one of them to, you know, slip up. Quotes, air quotes, slip up. But no, I am fully okay with them using Twitter because if this is how you want to give it up in public, there's no you can't tell me you learn from that. Because would you have learned would you have said something about it if nobody found it? No. The apology only comes when motherfuckers is like, hey. This you? And then they're like, oh, shit. Now my, now, now I can't go to college. Now I got fired. Tough break. Watch your fucking mouth. That's all you do. It's not that hard to watch your fucking mouth. And they're getting off, I'm going to say light, because usually when you say some racist shit, somebody should be able to punch you in your shit. But they're not getting punched in their shit. This bitch D had to check into <laughs> a wellness center. Nigga, for what? For what? You need wellness because you said some wild shit? No, you need your ass beat. And the funny shit is, two of the people on the challenge, it's a couple, Bailey and Swaggy C, checked her on the, on the internet. It was like, yo, you're cloud chasing. Because she wants to come back. You want to come back with Black Lives Matter and all this shit. No, 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 no. It's too late for that. So she done checked herself in. Yeah, go take a nap, my nigga. Go lay down. Before somebody knocks your fucking head off. Want to also talk about a uh, hometown uh, cat who's really big in the game right now. Uh, Jay Farrell uh, got caught up in oh, L.A. Uh, for what I was just talking about earlier, mistaken uh, identity. And they had him surrounded. I'm looking at pictures of it now. They had his ass surrounded as if he was doing some some wild shit. Said he was taking a jog or whatever and he had some headphones on. He didn't hear the cop trying to talk to him and they brought a whole damn near precinct just to just to pin him down or and stuff so prayers to him and his family and here, here's another okay for one and i only see white people do this if if it's not if anybody has any experience where it's not a white person doing it let me know when people have headphones on don't speak to them we spend hundreds of dollars on headphones that we can't hear anything anybody else is talking about on the outside. All we want to hear is the music or whatever we're listening to in our headphones. 
We spend mad money on this. Why the fuck are you trying to tell us stuff with headphones on? People, why are you trying to tell people stuff? Dog, leave us the fuck alone. Let us do whatever the fuck we're doing. If I have headphones on and you speak to me, I'll pause my shit and let the music stop and still not answer you. I just want to hear the stupid shit you're saying. And I'm still going to act like you. Sometimes I'll put headphones on and not a fucking tune is coming through. Them. I just don't want what he's spoken to. Don't fucking talk to me. All you motherfuckers that get in lifts and Ubers and you put your AirPods in so the, the fucking driver won't talk to you. It's the same thing. <laughs> if I'm running and I have headphones on, don't talk to me. I, the only thing I'm reacting to is a head nod. That's it. You're better off when somebody's doing anything pointing. If I'm running, if I'm running and you're running and you see something drop in my pocket, point down. I bet you I'm gonna look down. Cause you know why? I could trip, or maybe I drop something. But police swear that they could just be like, "Hey, excuse me, dog. I'm listening to fucking March Madness on blast. Do you think I could hear you saying, hey? Dog, I got Dion Ward's Deja Vu blasting in my ears right now. I'm not trying to talk to you. You're the last person I want. I don't want to talk to you regularly. I'm in the middle of a room with headphones on. Now you want to have a conversation about what? Nothing. That's the, that's the craziest thing. They, they doing all this shit to these people, and these people are literally minding their own goddamn business. Couldn't be minding their business even, any, even more. I got headphones on. I'm really at the brink of minding my business. Like, I, can't, I can't mind more of my business. You're too in tune with yourself. Yes. I don't even know you're there. You, you, hear, me in my, you, you hear me in my house and I got music on? Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that my fucking love seat is next to the front door, I wouldn't know if people know if people come in my house or not. The music got me, dog. I'm sorry. I ain't hear you. But yeah, let's just go ahead and move on to MLB. They just turned down the proposal from the league, the Major League Baseball Players Association, um, asked MLB to set a schedule for the 2020 season rather than counter the latest return-to-play proposal by the league, setting the stage for MLB to implement a significantly shorter schedule and deepen the labor strife between the parties. You know what the craziest thing about all this is? Early in the week, like Tuesday, I wrote this topic down because I thought that they had got close, that they were going to do it. I was like, shit, we might see baseball before we see basketball. And days went by in the week, and I kept see I kept getting alerts on my phone, and I was like, "Oh, never mind. These motherfuckers not playing." They said they just handed the shit back and didn't even give them a counter proposal. They were just like, "Fuck it, we're done. We're done with this shit." And now they're talking about the commissioner could implement a season on his own without anybody okaying it. That's gonna be a good way for you to get <laughs> tell people they're gonna need to come to work. It's gonna be a no call, no show. They have a statement here. It says, we are disappointed that MLBPA has chosen not to negotiate in good faith over resumption of play after MLB has made three successful proposals that would provide players, clubs, and or fans with an amicable resolution to a very difficult situation caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Basically saying, we finna replace all y'all. What was successful about that? (laughs) How dare you use the word successful? In what in what world is success being had right now by anybody in baseball? Oh, the commissioner went in. 
He said unequivocally, we are going to play Major League Baseball this year. <laughs> he, must, he, must be able, he must be able to hit home runs and pitch himself. So the last proposal, the last proposal that was given to the Players Association was 72 games with 70% of their full prorated uh, pay agree, uh, guaranteed and up to 83% following the completion of the postseason. The total of $1.5 billion was the highest offered by the MLB, but it still fell well short of the full rate players are seeking after losing salary for the games thus far missed. Oh, shit, and I just remember this. During this week, in the midst of all this, baseball just got a billion dollars for a TV deal. How do you fumble the bag in baseball? Yep. It's got it right here. The union continued to call for more documents regarding MLB's financials, citing a report that the league had agreed to an extension of its national TV deal with Turner Sports that will bump the annual revenue from $350 million to to the $500 million range. Dog. And I guess the, the, the leader of the MLB, BPA, I don't know what they would call him. I don't know if it's like the president or whatever, mm-hmm. but they said, we ask again that you provide us with details on this and other negotiations. So it looks like the Players Association is like, wait a minute, why are you lowballing us when we just saw how much money you're finna make? That's like your homeboy owe you money and y'all at the mall and he started buying shit. And you like, wait. Wait a goddamn second. Nigga. I need my ends. So you just going to be up in the mall buying some Nike Internationals, but you can't pay me back that $20 from two years ago? Run me my Jacksons. <laughs> I ain't going to say 20 dog, because that's a petty amount. <laughs> like, I get, I get both sides of the cord, but nigga. Nigga. I'd be surprised if I see somebody hit a baseball with a bat this year. Because all they're going to do if the commissioner says y'all, they're not coming. That would that would fuck up the whole thing. How does this look on a commissioner? Because it okay, basketball. Adam Silver is like the players' guy. Adam Silver is the him. only commissioner that the play that in any of the sports that are like, oh, okay, we, we're good. They love him. <laughs> Roger Goodell is public enemy number one <laughs> in the NFL. To a degree, yes, but he's polarizing. So you do have people that actually fuck with him, and you have people that don't. I don't know, dog. This nigga get booed in every stadium like he's million. Well, I ain't talking about the block. fans. I'm talking about like with the owners and shit, the people who actually got the money. I don't think the owners fuck with him either. I think Jerry Jones is the last one that really doesn't fuck with him. I don't, th- I don't think Robert Kraft really fuck with him either. Well, yeah, after that whole time Brady debacle. He and I don't, think, I don't think the Pittsburgh owner fucks with him, which means probably that the Giants owner don't fuck with him either. Cause you know oh, it's the same Rooney thing. And I Marna, the Rooney and Mars. Yeah. I don't know, but then you get to Rob Manfred, who's only been there for what, like two, three years? A couple years. Fucking and, up, and and just. I I don't know, man. I I don't think I personally now, seeing this, I don't think we might have a season this year. That's what I'm saying, bro. I, I don't. I would be surprised if 
somebody is playing baseball this year. I, I'm also surprised because I thought we were gearing up to have a basketball season. I mean, it looks like we still are, but <laughs> there's some people throwing some real <laughs> throwing some real stones in the way here. Your boy, your boy from Brooklyn, Mr. Flat Earth himself. He's he's he's, he's salting the game. And now he got D. White Howard with him. Boy. Dwight need to shut the hell up and come play, get this ring. Kyrie ain't playing no matter what. Yeah, that's the thing that, that's shocking to me right now is that Dwight Howard is speaking up when he's on a team that can clearly win the championship this year. Here's the thing. I get what Kyrie's saying. Cool. I understand it. 100%. You're the wrong person to be talking about this. You're not playing. So you think if it was coming from Chris Paul, it would be different? Yes. I think it was coming from – if it was coming from anybody in the t- – if it was coming from Giannis, it would be different. Chris Paul, maybe not as different, but Giannis, yes. If Giannis, LeBron, one of those kind of people, if they were saying it, yes, it would be different. I don't want to hear about when you're not playing in the off in the postseason and your team is the seventh seed. I don't want to hear it. And this year, this year was going to be a wash for your team anyway. Because now all you make me think is you just trying to get this shit over with to get the next year. Motherfuckers with – Motherfuckers that can contend for a title right now are like, yo, let's play. Minus Dwight, which Dwight is easily swayed left or right, to be honest with you. <laughs> Dwight, remember, remember when he was in Orlando mm-hmm. and they talked him into an extension and he ain't want to be there in the first place? How the fuck do you let somebody talk you into staying somewhere you don't want to be and then get to camp and be like, yo, I don't want to be here? Dog, you don't think for yourself. That's his problem. So – Kyrie basically has a few players speaking out. Um, I saw Stephen Jackson say something about, you know, they're trying to rush the basketball season so that we can stop talking about what's going on in the country today. I understand that. Um, They actually have a quote here from another player. Um, Once we start playing basketball again, the news will turn from systemic racism to who did what in the game last night. It is a crucial time for us to be able to play and blend that and impact what's happening in our communities. We are asking ourselves, where and how can we make the biggest impact? Mental health is part of the discussion, too. And how we handle all of that in a bubble. (sighs) I don't know, man. I don't know. I've, I've seen reports of players that were... Uh, ready to go, ready to start playing, and then all of a sudden they found out they had to get tested uh, for the, the coronavirus every day. Um, every other day, yeah. You, you're seeing where now they're going to keep the players in a bubble, and depending on how long you're there, you could be there for up to three months where you cannot leave the bubble. Yeah. So you're trying to win a championship, but you can't go out and be, you know, hang out and stuff you're in Orlando which is supposed to be like a really cool place to be at in the summertime and you can't enjoy none of it so that's throwing some players off too but I mean we're talking to playoffs here all that should do is make you have your 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 game should be sharper well this is I think what they're what I'm reading is if we knew we were going to be in a bubble where we couldn't go anywhere for three months, if we end up going to the championship and winning, 
What's the purpose of us? The, the same purpose you had during when you were in the bubble. The I'd, rather just, I'd rather just stay home. Now, we could take this, you know, with a grain of salt because we don't hear guys like LeBron or um, James Harden or And I'm not going to say Kawhi because we're never going to hear Kawhi say anything. I don't think. Like, when we're talking about people speaking for the league, I don't see Kawhi saying a thing. We're talking about people speaking, period. I don't even think he spoke when he said he wanted to get out of San Antonio. I think his uncle did all the speaking for him. Probably. Kawhi wants to have the responsibility of a fucking bench role player and not have to speak about anything, but wants to be a superstar. Those two things don't work. Will this entire situation force certain people to... I wouldn't say speak against the league, but... He doesn't have to speak again. Just say something. Well, not not quite. I'm just saying in general. Um, certain guys who probably were, you know, because what you're seeing is guys going, wait, LeBron doesn't tell me what to do. Because LeBron was the main guy that started out with the whole, um, we're ready to come back, we're ready to play, da, See, da, da. but that's, that's the problem, too. When shit needs to get done, it's only him. He's the nigga that's getting shit done in the league. Nobody else is getting shit done. Your, your quote-unquote superstars have been sitting on their fucking hands, not trying to get anything. They were just cool with the, the season being over. This would be this would be very interesting to see how this plays out in the next um, few weeks. And and I think, you know, I just – it's hard for me to not believe it's because it's only a three-team race because it, it's really a, a three-team race. In the NBA right now. Maybe if you want to include the Raptors, I won't say you're wrong. But you got the two LA teams, Milwaukee, Toronto. Head and shoulders above the rest this season. The, the Rockets are going small ball for the whole game. They don't have a true center. They barely have a power forward. They're going to they're gonna get in the playoffs, whether it be the first round or second round, and Russ and James Harden are going to start jacking up shots. Just throwing them. It's gonna be like two years ago, the last two postseasons when these motherfuckers went up again when the, when the Rockets hit Golden State and that Game Seven that first year, and these motherfuckers missed what like twenty two three pointers and refused to shoot anything else. And then last year, the same kind of thing. And then we're not gonna talk about Russ. Russ got Russ got handed his ass by Utah. Russ let Joe Ingles put him and that bum. <laughs> um, What's his name? Paul George. Put them both in a torture rack. Out of here. Five games. I just can't wait for the actual playoffs to start. I'm mad that they're going to start in August. And and they the season probably won't end until September. Which is still going to be weird to me. Yeah. Um, they're talking about the conference tournament either starts or ends on my birthday. Yeah. So. But you know what the good thing is going to be? The, the season's going to end, and we won't have to wait. Not that long, no. We really won't have to wait. I mean, honestly, because right after that is going to be the draft and then free agency. And then, bong, the season starts again. Did you see that New Zealand uh, started their live sports again? Well, yeah, because New Zealand been without COVID for three weeks. Because <laughs> um, they followed the rules, they yeah. followed the directions, and they got rewarded with that. Uh, I saw somebody said New Zealand <laughs> getting live sports back is like 
uh, that good class in school that got the extra pizza on pizza day? New, New Zealand did their homework on Friday afternoon so they could relax for the rest of the weekend. We got to get our shit together, together, America. But I don't think New Zealand has the bipartisan system like we have. And if they do, it's not to the extremes that ours is. Somebody in Minnesota put us up on a New Zealand uh, government and how that works. Why, why are you specifically asking Minnesota? They listening. A lot of people are listening, dog. You could just say put us on. You just, Minnesota got to get the homework, huh? Minneapolis, put us on. Minneapolis got to get all the homework. Remember who Remember who asked her to do that? It wasn't D. It was Sprat. I'm rooting for number I one. Want y'all, I want y'all to... Y'all to just listen and chill, take you a little way away a little bit from all the all the See, bullshit. See, you're not trying to lose your fans in Wichita. That's exactly why you're listen, acting like this. My fans in Wichita have proven they are ride or die, like E V E, double R. They will hold it down. I ain't worried about them. That's my core fan base right there. Which I don't know how it happened. <laughs> Kid born in New York, raised in Virginia Beach. Is enlightening to the lives of people in Wichita, Kansas. God bless. Shout out to the Shockers. Shout out to the Shockers. I miss y'all. Y'all gonna make a run this year. I feel it. Uh, See, that's what they needed. Wait, wait, wait. When we when we wasn't potted, they wasn't making no runs. So they need us to come back when, so that they can. When we was when when when, when these when we were in these airwaves, dog, these E streets. They was they was busting ass. We we're the voice of the mid majors, Butler, Wichita State, VCU. All these teams were thriving when we was in these East streets. It's coming back. We're, we're coming back. The mid majors they're coming. I'm calling it right now. Y'all y'all heard it here first. Um, let's see what else I want to talk shit. All right, we we we, we just want to get straight into it. <laughs> you want to talk about B Simone? <laughs> you want to get straight to it? You want to talk about B Simone? And her and her <laughs> and her wonderful week that she had this week. This week, she had a few good weeks. Uh, B Simone is on the worst press run I've ever seen in my life. Did you see her manager was on one of these little court TV shows? Y'all, I'm going to get to all of that right now. So, okay. So, everybody who doesn't know, B. Simone is one of the random chicks you see, random black chicks you see on Wild and Out on the teams that really don't do nothing but get jokes thrown their way. Okay? Evidently, she's done, like, videos on the internet, and she's, evidently, she's funny. I guess. People told me she was funny, but I, I don't know. I don't watch B. Simone videos. I'm assuming I'm not in her demographic. Well, she started the week off by telling people, well, this wasn't even bad because this was just oppressing. She preferred because she's an entrepreneur and she has to do things late at night and she just can't be held down to a schedule that she would prefer a dude that didn't work a nine to five. She prefers somebody who was grinding like she was, which is cool. That's your preference. Beautiful. I get it. I totally get it. If you are wilding out and you're doing all this shit and you're back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, maybe a dude that's working a nine-to-five isn't going to understand that or be able to give you what you want, you know, because you got burnt now. Cool. A hundred percent, that's your business. Listen, you do you, queen. Do whatever you want. So, B. Simone 
while she's doing all this, she's typing up her book that she's got coming out that I guess came out either this week or last week. Hold on, because I got her response. Because, you know, a lot of people were sort of killing her about the fact that she doesn't want a man uh, with the 9 to 5 and things. She actually recorded a video. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. But, you know, I, you know the people that were killing her about that, I, I didn't feel like – I felt like that was unfair because she's just saying her preference. And, and I get it. Like, if I have a 9 to 5 and my girlfriend's D. Simone and she's on the, on the road, she's doing all the shit, and I'm working 9 to 5, for one, what am I doing for D. Simone? Two – do I even enjoy the fact that I don't see my lady ever? And how am I going to feel if I if I turn on <laughs> VH1 and they're having a wild out marathon and I see the baby hitting on be some my girlfriend? Let me just uh, let me just get this. All right, go ahead. And his flesh manifested him back. Okay, this way. It's getting there. I'm still hungry. I'm not eating. I'm eating air, but I'm manifesting. I believe one day it'll be little. I do. Oh, Everything is that I her have, voice? my dream career, I manifest. Yeah, I think that's her voice. I'm trying to manifest a husband. I never heard her talk before. Ain't nothing wrong with a nigga with a nine to five. I get it. They work hard. I didn't even have a nine to five. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. You work hard. You have money. I get it. Is she a character right I'm now? I'm an entrepreneur. I need What's somebody that understands my mindset. Somebody that has the same lifestyle. I, I it has to do with money. Everything to do with lifestyle. Okay. When I'm in the bed at 3 a.m. checking email, she which is what they were doing, working. Okay, love you. Mm, you want to have on a flight tomorrow? I have a meeting in uh, out of town. You want to go? You got, 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 got that? Let's go. Okay. You understand my life. You understand what I'm going through. All right, that's enough I of this. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Why y'all. Why she just speak regularly? I didn't know she was sounding like that. I just saw that she had made a video response for it, and then I said, all right, let me play it. But that Like she had to hop horrible. on the mic and talk like a weirdo. Like that? Like Nicki Minaj's little sister. That's Why are you talking like a fucking I don't even know what she looked like until now. I, I mean, I know what she looked like. She's cute. You yeah, know, she's you, cute. Why are you talking like a fucking weirdo? I didn't think that voice was going to come out of that body. I don't, that voice shouldn't come out of anybody's body. Uh, she sounds like a fucking cartoon character. So that was the first half of this week. And then... Um, uh, uh, and then... <laughs> so she got a book coming out. Or it came out. People bought it. Cool. Well, evidently, this chick has been plagiarizing <laughs> little white girl influencers and shit off of fucking Pinterest for all the shit in her book. And then her manager, who, of course, is going to defend her, should have really sat this one out because they dug up footage of her scamming on one of, the <laughs> one of your judge shows that come on during the day and losing the scam, by the way, losing. So now we got... <laughs> Good old B. Simone just looking crazy. Monday Monday she was fine. I thought she was fine on Monday. Sunday she looks like a fucking weirdo now. Now that I've seen, like, I've heard the video. I'm not watching that shit. I don't care. But now that I've heard B. Simone's speaking voice, I'm going to need B. Simone to stop using it. Just be quiet. You're not doing yourself any favors right now. But you know what I realized? A lot of these, how should I say, uh, these social media entrepreneurs don't know when to shut the fuck up. Well, they're in the business of they have to keep talking. They have to keep being seen um, in front of a microphone or in front of a camera because that's basically what made them what they are. Is that work for Jess Hilarious? Shit, I forgot all about her. Exactly. Wait, what did she do? Did she do something? I mean, she was on Rel. She had, they had to show Rel. Which was good. And I think it got canceled because niggas just wasn't watching it. 
That show was stupid and it wasn't funny. I thought it was really good. It wasn't funny at all, man. But I, I like Marlon too. So yeah, Lil Rel is not funny to me. But um, I think Lil Rel is he's he's a funny comedian. But I think he's one of those you're not holding this shit up on you. You're not you're not the the lead. You could be the friend. You could be the random dude that says stupid shit, but you're not the guy. I just I I tried to watch one episode of that thing, and I couldn't get through it. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Maybe because I wanted to I wanted to succeed because it was rough. I thought I actually liked Lil Rel. Maybe that's why I watched it and kind of put my blinders on. But eh, whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. It doesn't come on to me because she she plagiarized the white person, so they're probably gonna sue. And oh, they're gonna, gonna sue her black ass. And they're probably gonna get some money off of that. Oh, she they getting all the ro- they getting all the book money for her. I hope she didn't have a three sixty book deal. Cause Lord, she gonna have to take while not for the rest of her goddamn days. <laughs> she gonna be eighty four years old talking about Wallace, Wallace. God bless her. Is there any more into that, or is that still going on? Or no, what? I just needed to speak on her being a dumb dumb. And that I heard her voice; she's a weirdo, dumb dumb now. Yeah, I did. I definitely didn't know what she sounded like until just now. Bro, you're not the only one. I couldn't. If B Simone was at my door yelling for me to come outside, I'd be like, I, what is that? I'm not going to be like, oh, shit, B. Simone's outside. And honestly, if I see her on the street and nobody tells me it's B. Simone, I'm probably not going to recognize it's B. Simone. Okay, what else do we have? Oh, I watched, uh, I watched our, our Wednesday night wrestling show. Oh, yeah, AEW. <laughs> this week, yes. I watched, I watched Dynamite, did, and I taped, I taped uh, NXT. What did you think about um, Butcher Blade and FTR? How old are them? Are those men? They're like at least a little bit older than us, but I can understand what you mean by Butcher that. Blade. Yeah. Oh, because you know they got Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage heads. Yeah, those at guys early look, age. look look old old. Yeah, they do. I I enjoyed them and I enjoyed that match. Now for these. FTR to talk about no flips, just fists. It was quite surprised when these bum niggas jumped on the top rope. <laughs> I was like, hey, what you doing up there? Yeah, I want to know how long they're really going to last at AEW because AEW is very spot driven. Well, they said they and, got a handshake deal too. And so with that, I mean, you can only be like old school wrestling but for so long but yes because here's the thing you could do all that back technician shit all you want if people aren't interested exciting shit yeah if people aren't interested that's the main problem that they had in wwe they tried to blame everybody else for it but they weren't that interesting as a tag team to everybody which is why you caught them in these stupid comedy acts and you got to put them against a team that's a high-flying team like nobody wants to watch them ground and pound for a 30, 20, 30 minute match. Nobody wants to watch that. Like, that's a cool concept, but I, I, I really need for you to do something more exciting than just grapples for 10 minutes. And it was sloppy. That match was sloppy. Like, it, it, it was a good match. It was what I thought it was. But they going to have to do something else. Yeah, because so, even knowing who they are beforehand and being invested in, like, them doing well, I had no attachment or investment in that match. And they got to stop having the Young Bucks come out. They got to stop doing that. Just get to the match. 
Either fight that fighter fest or fuck out of my face. Chris Jericho slapped somebody upside the head with a sack of oranges. It was oh, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Big ups to Orange Cassidy. But Chris Jericho, um, damn it, you can't hate him if you wanted to. He was amazing without even wrestling in a match on Monday. He was amazing. He was probably my favorite part of the whole thing. Cody is still defending his championship on a weekly basis. That's actually kind of fire. Did and the match he had actually wait, was really good. Wait, let me ask a question. Now, I've been seeing him get them get heat for the lack of diversity. We've said it here. And all of a sudden, random dude from Best Friends. No, he's not from Best no, Friends. No, Private Party, excuse me. Is getting a singles match. That he's he's never had a single match before, but now he's challenging for the belt. Well, I mean, I felt the same way until I watched it, and I was like, okay, this is good. The match was good. It just seemed very... But <laughs> if I don't see much of this person, I'm not really going to be that invested in it. And oh, then yeah, you made it the main event. And then we're not going to see him wrestle a singles match probably ever again. Um, yeah. Because he's, he's a tag team competitor. A lot of these tag team dudes aren't trying to work alone. There's very few that can work alone. They work better as a tag team. But, yeah. These motherfuckers can't really, I mean, I'm, they might be able to, but it's a very slim chance that they're going to be able to give you that 25, that 20-minute match every week or 30-minute match or whatever. See, when you're in a tag team, you get your spots and you get your, your breaks when it's just one on one for twenty minutes, there's no break. That's why a lot of the people who are tag teams they stay tag team wrestlers. You don't see when one USO is injured, you don't see the other USO. So the, the other USO is healthy again; <laughs> they're gone. Just like the revival, well, FTR, excuse me. When one of them was injured, the other one was gone. Which people don't want to speak on that either. There wasn't a whole lot of time where both of those dudes were healthy on the main roster. So, yes, why are we going to trust you with the huge tag team storyline and we don't know if you're healthy or not? We're going to stay healthy. Yeah, they just... It, they have the personality that Jim Cornette would love when it comes to wrestling, which is not yeah. good for today's wrestling. Because Jim Cornette is all about the old school. He's all about uh, certain deals and da da And they're all about the old school rules of tag wrestling and things of that nature. Right now, it's geared on Japanese strong style, high flying, and fast pace. Like that's what you that's what you tend to see more now. And you're that, not going to get two slow paced wrestlers. Nobody's going to be interested in that match. Yeah, no, nobody's really going to be invested in seeing that long term so yeah. i want to see how this is going to work especially when they start getting back to the arena circuit yeah that's why like a lot of the bigger dudes are more agile now and could go a little more fast paced that dude from nxt uh dominic djokovic what his name is yeah i know who you're talking about i think he might be all right I'm, i think he might do well yeah but he's gonna I've be been fine. wrong before <laughs> well you gotta think about but he's been that's that's the the body type, the skill set, everything that Vince Vince probably seen this dude wrestle Keith Lee and had a boner the whole time. Yeah, he probably loved the hell out of that match. He probably wants to do that for WrestleMania next year. 
And I think I think Vince loves Keith Lee. Oh no, that's that's already been on the record. He loves Keith Lee. I think Vince sees Keith Lee. He's like, oh man, I can make a better version of Mark Henry. Like he he loves. Keith and if y'all Lee. don't know, Vince loves Mark Henry. <laughs> that's his black son. Loves black. Loves Mark Henry. I almost called him Black Henry. But also um, a match but that I actually thought was very good. Are you going to say the tag team match with the girls? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Sammy Guevara and Colt Cabana. That was a good match. That was, that a, good was match. a really good match. See, here's the thing. Dynamite, I thought Dynamite was clearly the superior show on Wednesday. Okay. I can't, I could barely remember the matches that happened. So much little shit, so much, so much nothing really happened that I could barely remember stuff. Because it's just not there. I remember uh, after that Butcher and the Blade FTR match, uh, Young Bucks came out. Then Kenny Omega and Hangman came out, which is always going to look like it's all of the elite versus whoever's in the ring. It's always going to look like that. I can see why you said that. So you're trying to give me this whole is the elite okay? It doesn't matter when you get them all in the ring. All I'm going to think is, oh, they're going to beat up the people that are there. Matt Hardy randomly being around, doing nothing really. Like one point, he was talking to Sammy Guevara about Chris Jericho. And then at another point, he's he's walking out with Private Party. They got to figure out what they want to do with Matt Hardy too, because they got him doing like 18 and different things. And then he's doing the the multiple personality thing. Yeah, and then he'll come back out to the ring, and he's just a regular Matt Hardy. Like, they got to figure out what they're going to do They with got him. the Dark Order. It's supposed to be an imposing group. They're all back together now, recruiting people. Which is what I wanted to see from the beginning. I wanted to see all of them together. And it's been weeks since any of them had matches other than Brody Lee. But I, 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 I want to see how they play this whole Colt Cabana thing in there. And I then am I, supposed to, am I supposed to get behind Colt Cabana at this, time, at this point? I think they're trying to get you to Colt really Cabana, who's really only there to. I think I thought he was going to be there to get CM Punk there, but no, him no, and CM Punk don't even bang together. Yeah, right no, now. no, no, they they haven't fucked with each other since he since CM um, Punk did the show. The women's division is probably my favorite part about it. I thought that women's tag match was phenomenal. It is, but you know my girl is out now. But so. it, yeah, but and it it's hard when you build. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it, there's just, it doesn't seem to be, not a, it's not a whole lot of depth in, in the women's division right now. They have a lot of wrestlers, but I don't think they have a lot of people that are really put an opportunity to do something. Statlander was. She's out now. Britt Baker seems to be the heir apparent of that ring, of, the, of that belt. But I don't know when she's coming back. Nyla's there. Which actually, watching more, I she she works a lot better than Nia Jax. I can tell you that. Yes, yeah, she's a very much. She's everything that they wanted Nia Jax to be. Yes, yes. Um, and then what's the was her name? Sheeta. Yes, she she's she does her thing. But it's hard to see. Big Swole is cool. But I don't think Big Swole is ever going to get any. I still think when it comes to wrestling, there's two black. You know what I'm saying? I understand what you mean. Like, there's there's the black that they want you to become, and, and then there's the pride that you bring to the table that just throws them off a bit. And when you're too black, it 
it scares them too much. It's we can't market that. They're going to always pick either the Japanese star, somebody physically imposing that you just believe is going to beat everybody. And even then, they're not they didn't market Nyla Rose like that. Nyla Rose wasn't on all the banners and shit like that. That wasn't a thing. Well, but I bet you if it was somebody like Britt Baker or even the girl Penelope Ford. This is this is this is my take on the whole black wrestlers just not and I agree with everything you just said, okay. by the way. My thing is, so many times when I go on YouTube and I go in that rabbit hole of watching the shoot interviews, there is always, you know, the black shoot that I watch. And they'll mm. go, you know, this guy got along with everybody in the locker room because he understood he was one of the boys. Like, one of the big things I saw was a lot of legends talking crazy about Tony Atlas, not because they thought he was dumb, but because you would do a storyline that was racist, and you go, dog, I'm from Virginia. I don't fuck with this. You almost have to sell out your blackness. Yes, and then Rocky Johnson, being, you know, another black guy, would sit there, and he would just go with it. He would just be like, all right, yeah, this is great. And so they would fuck with him because they were like, oh, he understands this is just a business. But Tony Atlas was asking questions like who and even the rock the rock hit behind being Samoan. it was dr d david schultz he said it he said that tony atlas he hated working with tony atlas because he always had to bring race into it when he was playing a character that was clearly racist yeah and tony would call him out on it like why do you keep doing this i'm a black man from virginia from the segregated south like why would you throw these characters and then have me play a buffoon and lose to these guys why would you do this as to where Rocky Johnson would just be lacing up his boots going, all right, let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. You almost have to trade in your blackness for the success. And I don't – They is Nyla Rose black? And I'm not asking – Yes. The, okay. Because they are only promoting, like, the native side to make me feel like – because I watched it. Yes, her mom is black. Not knowing – I watched it thinking she was just straight Indian. Native American. Yeah, they'll play up that, or they'll play. I don't. They don't really bring up the trans part that much. Oh no, they won't. Um, I know a lot of homophobic, transphobic people will bring it up a lot. Which, I mean, she gets shit on Twitter. I see, and which, but I see her responses, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, there you go, handle that. You know. See, but um, I don't see them taking a big swole. Big swole's too black. I, I'm I'm surprised that they let some of the divas of yesteryear rock the way they rock. Like, uh, my girl, um, like Jackie. Jacqueline. Oh, you mean like her and Jazz? Yeah, they were, they were black. Yeah, Jazz is black, black. And they still, they were still pushed somewhat. You know what I'm saying? Well, Harlem Heat were, I mean, they weren't watered down black. You could definitely tell those were two black dudes from the streets. See, but it, it kind of took Booker acting different to get out of the tag team. I can understand that, but, like, you still, like, they still were getting that push even but though I, they were, like, street dudes. See, but even now, you don't talk about Harlem Heat as a tag team like you talk about, well, as far as they, not us, because we do. But it, they talk about the, they'll talk about their stables first. They'll talk about the Four Horsemen. They'll talk about all these other stables that had tag teams. And I think they they don't talk about Harlem Heat like they should. They don't talk about Harlem Heat like they should. They don't talk about 
Nation of Domination gets love every now and again, but the Nation of Domination gets love for propelling the rock, and because they have what three Hall of Famers on there now, potentially four. Yeah, yeah, because it's Godfather, Farouk, Mark Twain. The Rock will definitely go in the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, right? yeah. D'Lo will probably go in if they put a Nation in. I don't see them putting D'Lo in on his own merit. See, and I don't know if they're going to put the Nation in. I can see them putting the nation. Although I think they should have put the nation in before Harlem Heat, but that's I mean I mean you'll hear people talking about if you talking about that, people are talking about the outsiders before they talk about Harlem Heat. But it, would that count as an NWO thing? Yeah. Cause I feel like the outsiders were just like a, a precursor to the NWO. I don't well, I mean even when it got full blown, it was still a tag team. Because they're putting the NWO in when well, they yeah. bring it back. I mean they're only putting the four original members. Where was that? Uh, they're doing actually not even four original. They're doing is it X? Yeah, it's X Pac. They're not doing. Um, they're not doing Big Show. Six. Oh, they're not doing Big Show. They're not doing Bischoff. They're not doing Rick Rude. <laughs> Which, well, if they weren't going to do Rick Rude for Degeneration X, that's they weren't going to do it. For that's what I'm about to say. We're gonna have a conversation one of these days about how they want to act like Rick Rude wasn't a thing for some reason. I mean, they put him in the Hall of Fame for his own merit. I mean, he deserves to be in there for what he did as a singles competitor. But, yeah, the fact that he they, was in both they, DX. They barely mention Rick Rude anymore. Or NW, and NWO. And at one point, he was on both Raw and Nitro in the same night. Yeah, same night. Yeah. Wearing two totally different suits. Yeah, because that was when one was taped and one was live. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I think he was, was he out of DX by then? I don't remember. Or was he still in DX and then he joined NWO? Uh, I don't remember. I think I think that because that was the end of the time. But yeah, they let they let it. And see, and that's why people get upset about their favorite wrestlers when it comes to like contracts that they take them off TV. They can't have this shit no more like they did. <laughs> you literally had wrestlers that would go and take your raw and be on Nitro the same night live. That's not good for that's not good for anything. It's not good for the business. No. But uh let's let's go ahead and oh, break wait. down uh, uh NXT, yeah. Uh I mean NXT was alright. Um Let me see, I'm gonna pull up the list. They had They had a mixed tag, Keith Lee and Maya Yim versus Gargano the Gargano family, I just called them. Uh the biggest spot in that was fucking Gargano hitting Keith Lee with a DDT through the ropes and landing completely on his wife's head. <laughs> like, I don't know if she was for real knocked out or fake knocked out, but if she would have been for real knocked out, I would have believed it. <coughs> because most of Keith Lee came down on her ass. Oh, they fucked up, I think, on NXT. You know why? What's wrong? Because they put Dexter Loomis in a match against... Adam Cole, which completely, to me, ruined the mystique of Dexter Loomis. Because he lost the match, of course. It was non-title anyway, but he lost the match. And then the undefeated era whooped his ass. So the mystique of him keep popping up and beating everybody's ass from undefeated era is kind of gone now because you just had them run through him uh, a couple days after this nigga kidnapped two of them <laughs> in their own car. So I think they kind of they kind of fucked that up. 
Um, they they're gonna have this, uh, and they're. <laughs> I feel like they they lean too much on. I think wrestling now, period, leans too much on squash matches. The, there's so many squash matches where it's like, what was the purpose? You could have used this time to actually build somebody up. They've been having that tag team do that. That the I call them, I call them ALP Junior. They've been having them squash random people over and over again. Oh, matter of fact, I take back what I said. I think NXT did have a better product this week, actually, because they had a phenomenal match with uh, Finn Balor and Grimes. Yes, yes. Yeah. which set up Finn Balor saying something to Keith Lee in the camera about how that's the only belt he hasn't had. So I, I, I would love to see that, that match. Um, they also had... The setup at the end with uh, the chick Scarlet came out after Adam Cole's match and put a uh, the little yeah the hourglass yeah didn't say anything and she had on the most fire outfit for <laughs> mm. you good you need a drink of water sir? man I'm good man that's just that's a beautiful woman right there I'll just say that right there. Son. Um, but homeboy, the other dude, Karen Cross, who was nowhere to be found, didn't come out, didn't attack anybody. She just, everything went black. She came out, put the hourglass, didn't say a word, and then walked back. And it was great. It was chef's kiss. It was, it was, that's the kind of storytelling you need. See, where, whereas AEW, AEW had more wrestling on, I would say more wrestling on Wednesday. But I don't feel like anything progressed except for Brian Cage beating the shit out of uh, John Moxley. That looked like fun. Yeah, it did. And then I I guess the tag team division had some kind of push forward because FTR and the Young Bucks and then Kenny Omega and them. Sure. But other than that, I, I didn't I didn't really feel any kind of storytelling. Like nothing progressed. Whereas NXT yeah, they probably had shorter matches, less matches, but I I feel like everything that every like storyline that they had going on is progressing more because now you're gonna have Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano, but then you're gonna add Finn Balor to this because Finn Balor wants that belt now. You had Keith Lee check Adam Cole, so maybe some point we get that like a triple threat. No, yeah, they might have a triple threat for the North American shit, but Keith Lee says something about Adam Cole who won Adam Cole's belt. So, and that's the only person that Keith Lee that Adam Cole ain't really beat yet. So you have that. Then you still have you have a uh, what's the girl's name that just lost? Um, the British chick, the Australian chick. And are you talking about? She had a she had a backstage thing, but you could clearly tell she's not out of anything. Then you had. Uh, uh, I think Velveteen came out and attacked Undisputed Era anyway, so he's going to still keep messing with them. But then you had Karrion Cross making his decision known that he wants the smoke as well. And then the tag team shit is so – there's so many tag teams that are right there with each other. It's it's interesting. Everything – I feel like there was more progression over there than AEW. Because sometimes we forget, like – as much as we're, we're watching wrestling shows, 
the wrestling isn't always the end all be all. Sometimes it's the other stuff. It's it's definitely for it's entertainment. called sports entertainment. Yeah, it's for a definitely reason. for entertainment. So you have to find a way to be athletic and be good at telling stories and actually catching the audience's attention. Now, I I want to bring this to you before we get into backlash because oh God. the ratings came out for both AEW and I think AEW beat them by like 4,000, right? Um, yes. So, AEW yes. Dynamite had 677,000 viewers yep. and NXT has 6,073 or 673,000. 673,000. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. These numbers that I'm seeing should be alarming to AEW. To both, I don't think it. I don't think it would be to uh, WWE. To both, I'm, I'm gonna tell you why it should be alarming to AEW. First of all, you want to be the next competitor to WWE. You can't do that with only six hundred thousand viewers, just about seven hundred thousand viewers. You're gonna have to get in the millions. You not have not been in the millions since your first episode. Not to mention, this kind of seems like the new. Allure has gone away. To a degree, yes. But they're a company that sort of works with the slow build because they usually only have four pay-per-views a year. And then there's Spider Fest. So they're big on the slow build. I like that. I feel like storytelling would be better soon. But the slow build is for storytelling, not for your ratings. <laughs> yeah. So not you for got your that. So you you have a company that that's trying to be the number one competitor to the big dog because WWE, no matter what you say, is still the big dog. Yeah, because the one that you're chasing. Boy, if if Raw or SmackDown hit those numbers, Vince would kill everybody. And I'm about to get to that in a second. So, with NXT being low, being second in the ratings, who runs NXT? Triple H. So we've been sitting here as fans clamoring for Triple H to take over the WWE so that it could be a better product. How can you convince Vince McMahon to step down when your product that you're running, that you're in charge of, cannot beat what a lot of people feel like is a minor league team and you're below them in the 6,000s in ratings? I can't. You know what? Because for one... The star power is always going to Raw and SmackDown. Always. But if you are saying, if you're telling me that that the better product is at NXT and it can't get anybody to watch it, what is that telling of the person who's running the show? And that's NXT is literally an indie promotion of WWE. And that is the problem. And it's always going to be like that. That is the problem. That's not WWE knows this. When you run your show like an indie promotion, you're going to get indie numbers when it comes to ratings. Did you Do you think they expect NXT to have a million f- people every week? If you're going to call it the third brand, you got to make sure that it acts like a third brand. You no. can't have it act like an indie promotion. And I get what you're saying, but it's not the third brand. It's the third brand if you think of it as people are going to leave there to go to the other two brands because those are the big time. No, no, no. Vince McMahon has already put out that NXT now is the third brand. 
Vincent Mann says he's not racist or shit, but we're not sliding. I, I, I get So that, we gonna, that are we listening to Vincent Mann or are we ignoring what he's saying? They, they basically said, look, because first of all, they moved the, the, the date from being on Tuesdays to being on Wednesdays so they can get AEW out of here. Okay? They did all this promotion. They put in all this money to promote it. They made it the third brand. They moved it from the network to USA so that it could be the third brand. You put in all this money, and you cannot beat what you consider a minor league uh, 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 wrestling company, a wrestling promotion. You can barely get into the 700,000. Now, if we're going to listen to Vincent Man, I will listen to Triple H, too, who's also saying that he doesn't really care about the ratings. You have to say that when you're losing. And you have to say that if you're Vin- <laughs> See, Vince don't worry about NXT. When you hear this shit about the ratings, he doesn't worry about NXT. He's only talking about Raw and SmackDown. Vince, I guarantee you Vince McMahon cares about those ratings for NXT. If, if that was the case, it would be off because 673000 You don't bring NXT in on Survivor Series to act as a third brand if you don't believe that NXT is supposed to be the next big thing. But if you're going to... The only way you're going to make NXT equal to those other two is move some of the stars down to NXT permanently. Well, they can't do that with Charlotte because she's too big of a name. They can't. She's not going to want to be on NXT for long. I don't think she cares where she's at as long as her check is still cashed. In her mind, um, hold up, hold up. Breaking news, Edge suffered a triceps injury. Towards triceps during the match at Backlash. Oh, yeah, he was gone for a while. Shit never came back. But what I'm getting at is you can't be this big name NXT because NXT was rocking. They were rocking. And then they got to USA, and it's like, yeah, the quality of the matches are good. We know names. We love the product. But it's like, what was the purpose of this? Well, it was rocking because they were covered in anonymity before. When you don't, when you're not on the net, when you're not on regular TV, cable TV, it allows you to do things a little more unconventional. And they didn't have commercial breaks. <laughs> I realized how short those two hours really are with those commercial breaks. <laughs> but this, this, this is something that I want to see in the next year or so. When first of all, when AEW gets to a million, because they will get to a million, how are they gonna act? How are they gonna act when they get to a million? How are they gonna act when their ratings actually beat Raw or SmackDown? How are they gonna act? See, then? I don't think that's gonna happen. I definitely can see that happening. I don't see that happening. I Not anytime soon. I can see that happening when we get back to going to live crowds again. Oh no, I don't because there's always the Brock factor. I don't think Brock Lesnar brings in the ratings like everybody he does, else. Thinks. He does though. He I does. don't think he does. Or if you if you don't do the Brock factor, you could do any other legend that's popular factor. I don't think that works anymore. We haven't seen it work because the last time, the last couple of times they've done it, there hasn't been a crowd. You don't think that Stone Cold appearance would have went up if there was going to be a crowd? I think it would have did numbers for that actual particular moment, but at the end. But we already know when that legend is going to show up now. See, but it's all it's all a combined thing. But we already know when that legend... They're gonna if take they're going to bring a legend in, they're going to save them for the last second. They're going to take whatever hour has the highest rating, and that's going to be the high rating for the show. 
I, like I said, I, I, I just want. I'm interested to see how AEW is going to do when they eventually beat SmackDown or Raw in the ratings that one week. I want to see how they react. I want to see how the matches correlate. I want to see all of these things because, like, I truly do believe that it will happen. See, and I don't know, and I don't, I don't see it happening anytime soon because everything that they're trying to do, as you said, they're barely squeezing out. They're not even squeezing out seven hundred thousand. Well, they haven't I, done a million since that first right. episode. So I'm, I'm going to say the, the low ratings. I'll, I'll be devil's advocate here. See, because if you're going to use, if you're going to use live crowds, one you got to use live no, crowds. No, no, no. Well, it's not even the live crowds part. Think about the news cycle that's going on right now. People aren't trying to watch wrestling. People are trying to watch. So if you're going to use that, you're going to use that for one. You got to use that. For no, I'm other. using it for both. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm getting off onto this. When the media starts dying down on this, because that's how the media works. It, it gets on a hot topic. It'll milk it for every little dime they can get off of it, and then they go off to something else, especially when football comes back. What are the ratings going to look like? You got live crowds. You got actual entertainment. I want to see how that looks. I just want to see how that looks. That's all. I'm a fan of both products. I'm one of a few fans that are actually... Uh, that actually likes both products. I enjoy both. Raw and SmackDown, not so much. But AEW and NXT, I enjoy those There, there are parts of each that I'm intrigued by. And the fact that this is going to be talent that, at least on the NXT side, are that we're gonna going see to determine. The, yeah, yeah, that are going to determine. If, the if there's anything, if there's any program that I'm going to watch, but I'm probably going to watch NXT before I watch AEW regularly. And I'm going to watch NXT before I watch Raw and SmackDown. But I, I watch both. I do like you do. Um, it all depends on what I actually want to see, whose card I actually want to see more. Yeah. So um, I'm a fan of both. I want both to succeed. I really feel like WWE works better when they actually have legitimate competition. And I need AEW to become legitimate competition so they can actually do better because they will keep giving a shit like they did at Backlash. Yeah, that, that shit was horrible. Backlash Top to bottom. trash. Top to bottom. Huh. I mean, the, ed the Edge Randy Orton match was better than I expected. Yeah, it was heavily edited. I didn't like that fan noise that they uh, piped in. The the Lashley uh, Drew McIntyre match was better than I expected. Um, but that's quick, his, that's quick. I know you, you noticed it. I just want to see your thoughts on this. When did Lana become Puerto Rican? Oh, Lana's looking like she's darker than Zelina right now. Why? Who? And I got I got to ask a question because fuck Lana. I don't care about that. There were matches that were supposed to happen that didn't happen. Like what? That Street Profits Viking War Raider Viking. What, what the fuck are they called? Vi uh, something that the man talks. Viking Raiders, whatever. Uh -huh. That was supposed to be a match, like an actual match with like a winner. Even the ref went out there was like, "Your match is next," and then they never went back to it. 
there was supposed to be Apollo Crews is supposed to fight Andrade again for the belt. Oh no, that happened. That happened? Yeah, that was in the future. Who won? Apollo. Oh, okay. Shit. Okay, well, fuck that. Um, <laughs> but they never went back to that Viking Raiders Street Profit shit. Would you really want to see a match between the two of them? A, a regular match? Yes. Listen, th- that was a prime example of Vince McMahon getting his whole his hands on something and fucking it up. Because that's because for one, the Viking Raiders are tri- those dudes move. They move, and so the do the Street Profits. Street Profits profits move. There is, and that's what we were talking about before. I want to see two teams, one team that's big. If you're gonna give me a big bruiser team, you got to give me a high flying team too, and, and a team that can keep the tempo up. And Vince McMahon got his hands on those two. They do those said, very well. He said, "Boy." So yeah, I would. I would. After all this time, I would actually. Yeah, I would have liked to see them. In a match, like an actual wrestling match in the Je- ring. Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. I could I could have passed went on too, that. Went too long. Could have passed on that triple threat women's tag team match. I could have passed on the Oscar, uh, and Oscar then put Oscar Nia Jax at the end in a double countout. You know why they did that? Because they're gonna feed these two bitches to Charlotte next pay per view or SummerSlam. Either they'll have. Either they'll have Oscar beat Nia Jax at Extreme Rules, where it'll be like no DQ, no count out, and then get demolished by Charlotte in, in SummerSlam. That's or it's going to be a triple threat at Extreme Rules. Something's going to Charlotte's getting that belt back by, by, by September. It, that's, that's old reliable. That match was just it. I, it just went. That that was another match that went too damn long. Yep. Uh, another match that went too damn long. Braun Strowman versus The Miz and yep. John Morrison. Point that was match. just. I don't understand, and it was for the belt. I didn't understand any of that. They could have found a better pairing of people for, for the title for that. Have him fight The Miz. <laughs> have him fight somebody, but don't make it a handicap match. And then whoever pins them ends up winning the belt. Like, that just made no sense to me. Well, you know why they did that? Because they did this shit to Braun with the Intercontinental shit, and nobody clarified that if whoever pinned him won. That's why Sammy had the Intercontinental belt. But that was stupid, too. Um, Drew, Mac- Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley was really good. That actually, actually lived up to what I thought it should have been. And it, it shows you that Bobby Lashley, if you book him right, can put on great matches. Now I have a theory about this, too. Okay. Are you ready? Vince McMahon got a fetish for black dudes and white women? No, that's oh. not what I was going to say. But it's what the truth. Is, <laughs> it's the truth. I think... One or two things are gonna happen. Had Mark Young or okay. Mark Henry and May Young. It's gonna be a rematch April at Extreme Rules. Okay. Brock is taking one of these two dudes at SummerSlam for the belt. Brock versus Bobby Lashley would be highly entertaining. And it's been they've been talking about doing it since they both came back. Both and they haven't pulled the trigger on it. But with Lashley having MVP in his corner, it makes and it better because Lashley can't do promos. And with with Paul Heyman on yes. the other side, yes. come on, man, 
Now, whether it'll be for the belt or not, I don't know. It still'll be entertaining. I don't. I don't. I honestly might prefer it without it because I'm sick of Brock just popping back up and winning the belt. Every time Brock rushes, he loses the belt and wins the belt. <laughs> that's that's just. I do think that they fucked up by putting the money in the bank on Otis. Still. Yeah, when is he gonna actually? Like, I don't know. I know the fiend should be back here soon. He just had a baby, so him and Roman been out chilling. <laughs> him, Roman, uh, what's old boy name? Uh, he kind of weird. Sami Zayn. Oh, no, Sami's not in the Dad Club. We're not talking about. We're talking about the Dad Club. Well, I'm just saying in, in general. Rom- Roman and Roman and. And then you had, had a bit, bit. Edge versus Randy Orton, which I got to say kudos to WWE for um, editing Howard Finkel's voice to do the introductions. That was actually pretty cool. It was a de- it's definite, it was definitely a nostalgic match. Yeah, because even the referee was uh, dressed up. They were pulling the out other days. people's finishers from the Attitude Era. It was good. It Randy was nice. started bleeding um, from a hip, but... Edge's edges body exploded, basically. Yeah, and now he just seen that he tore his triceps, so now, I don't know. If, if this means they're bringing back Legend Killer. Because oh, he did I'm, hit that punt. I'm with that shit. Give me Legend Killer Randy Orton over anything. But overall, Backlash just was not. Which good. you could tell, that's always one of their... C D level shows anyway. So I I, I I shouldn't I shouldn't really ex- have expected anything more. Which I didn't. But yeah, they could have kept that shit. So overall, um not a very exciting week for wrestling, but And your house is definitely better than backlash. Yeah, anyway. yeah, it it gave a better product last week than uh and backlash did this week, but overall, not really an exciting week for wrestling. Um, trying to see. Um, all right, so I have to admit this uh, before we go. I listened to that Run the Jewels tour album again. I was helping a friend move, and we decided to listen to music while we were moving things, and we listened to that album. While we were setting stuff up. That's a better album when you're doing things. I was trying to sit in the house. Were you sliding out paying attention? And I was just like, "Ah, this this ain't getting me. When I'm sitting there lifting things and putting shit together and then that ooh-la-la comes on or whatever, Mm -hmm. it helps you assemble an Ikea bump bed a little bit faster. Listen, I'm sure if you're going for a run, that shit will have you running. And I'm sure it would... I'm I'm sure it's great for that. I'm going to apologize to Killer Mike and LP I right now. I apologize for the shit. I on s- my platform, I'm going to apologize to them. I'm going to apologize to them. Because I didn't listen to their album correctly. And that was on me. And I knew better because I've been a fan of theirs for a few years now. You, you know what album I, I went back and gave another chance? This guy. 
Excuse me, if that was you. Well, you wouldn't have crossed your last slide. I should have you right now. <laughs> J Electronica. So it took you a minute for those bars to really kick in? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> he still got dog walk by JB the whole, <laughs> whole album. My opinion of the album didn't change. <laughs> he got dog walk. Easily. Like, Hove wasn't even spitting like crazy Hove bars. It was dog walking him. You could say that Asalaamu Alaikum, most high to, I, you got dog walked. Every track. If Jay-Z and Jay Electronica was on a track together, Jay-Z had Jay Electronica on a leash. The only track that I feel like was fucking heavenly was Universal Soldier. And he got dog walked on that too. Trying to think just uh, another thing I saw. I tried to watch Space Force on Netflix. Why would you do that? That just <laughs> is not. I don't care what y'all say on Twitter, man. That that movie or that show is just not funny at all. It's not. You know what ruined it for me when people tried to compare it to The Office? Like, oh, it's The Office, but with astronauts and Why stuff. Why did do that? Just because Steve Carell is in it. That's exactly. <laughs> And so I'm sitting there hey. watching, and it was nothing like that. Do you use your Apple TV or your Apple Plus on your phone? Not on my phone. You should have a free year trial of that shit because you got to do iPhone. No, nah, I don't. I don't. Not on my phone. They got a show called The Morning Show. Yes, I've seen that. You I watched it? it on my iPad. Okay. Yeah. That show is good. Yeah. 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 That Steve Carell was on Demon Time. There's another show on Apple TV that I actually like. Demon Time? No. Oh. What's the one with uh, old boy who played Aquaman? You know oh, Jason Momoa. What's it called? See or Hear or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually really good. Is, I'm going to check that out then. Yeah. Man, do you know they got a movie called Becky with Doug Heffernan as the leader of a neo-Nazi group that's terrorizing a mixed couple? And the little girl got powers? I didn't want to watch it until you watched I'm it. I'm watching it, dog. I don't know when. It's on Apple TV. I don't know when I'm watching it, but boy, I cannot <laughs> wait. Um, I think Nigga got a full beard. Nigga looking like Braun Strowman in this bitch, dog. I think that's it. I don't, um, know, I don't know what Deacon did to him. I don't know if he slept with Carrie, but yeah, Doug Heffernan go straight neo-Nazi in this bitch. Should be it for uh, this week. So you're just not gonna talk to me about this? No, I'm gonna let you cook on that then. Okay. That's yours because I want you to watch it and then let me know how good it is. Um, because I want to watch it too, but I'm afraid. Hey, real quick, you heard that that six nine track, right? With uh, Nikki. Yeah. I hear. Come out, listen to that shit, but. I'm sure a lot of people did hear it. I, I heard it. Oh, you heard it? Yeah, I heard it. Oh, look. I, um, Nikki was phenomenal. See, I don't already don't believe you. Nikki hasn't had a bar since. Oh, God. Hey, hey, listen, listen. Nikki was phenomenal. Are you, are you talking about phenomenal? Say. Oh, she looked phenomenal. I saw pictures. You're right. She did look phenomenal. Nikki how how are her bars? Nikki I know it's a, a different B word you're looking at. Nikki was phenomenal. She, she, I, 
Takashi. Oh, that's not hard. Um, she outperformed Takashi. She had a wonderful presence in the video. And um, I mean, she is the queen of rap. You can call me a bitch all you want. They coming if I say something wrong. Oh, you scared of the barbs? The Navy? No, no. Are you scared the of the Navy too? And the Beehive. And the Beehive? I don't fuck with neither one of them. Man. I don't fucking know, dog. I be looking at Twitter and I be seeing what happens to people who talk crazy about them. And I am not going to be I would the be casualty. A, I would be afraid of them. But they let Jess Hilarious and B. Simone rock for a long time. And they're clearly not funny. I will agree with you there. But Nicki and, Minaj is phenomenal. And all these people, minus the Beehive, told me that Beyonce had a, didn't have her baby. And all her babies look like her and Jay-Z clones. Every one of them. They all have the same Beyonce mix of Jay-Z face. If any one of those kids started rapping Ola Ovito, I wouldn't be surprised. And singing Halo. You know those both those songs start with H's. Anything else? That's all I got, dog. Are you ready to close this Umayla, out? Umayla went a little long on this one. You ready to close this one out? Yeah, nigga, I said bye. Two outs. Didn't see that coming. Once again, thanks to all the people in Minneapolis who's been showing us love. Wichita State, what up? We appreciate y'all. Minneapolis, purple. I got four purple shirts on right now for y'all. We need everybody else to catch up. VV, where y'all at? This is our hometown. Where y'all at? Uh, they're number three. Oh, okay. They didn't need, those, are, those are rookie numbers. We need to like, bump those yeah, numbers up. We, we how are we getting outperformed by Minneapolis and Wichita? We, have, we don't know anybody out there. Come on now. I need y'all to get together. Well, go ahead and follow the show. This ain't a podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, on uh, Instagram and Twitter, I both I put the uh, the link tree for all all places you can find us: Instagram, Twitter, Podomatic, Apple Music. I'll add Spotify as soon as they stop acting like little bitches. Yeah, Spotify got to reply to these emails, but um, you can follow me at Well Damn Spread on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and I'm at exhibit underscore D-E-E, also on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, please tune in next week. Um, we're going to give an actual breakdown on the PS5 uh, once some more details come out. But that Spider-Man game is going to look like it's fire. By breakdown, I'm going to tell you all the ways I'm going to procure one, legally and illegally. Um, we're going to go over both the Bruce Lee uh, 30 for 30 and the um, Summer of 98. 30 for 30. That's actually going to be really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch that this week. And um, we're finally going to wrap up uh, the Undertaker our, documentary, too. Yeah, we're going to go over that. So please tune in next week. Shit, we might call next week 30 for 30. No, we can't do that. I'll be right. Not if you spell it a different way. Ooh, I see. Look at, look at me get over the legal ramifications uh, look of Look at things. you. But tune in next week. We'll be here, all right?